Here are the highlights from the latest episode of Free Talk Live. Visit freetalklive.com for the full episode. In the studio tonight, it is myself. The authentic Lord Reverend Dr. Captain Kickass Buckshot Esquire, if you will. Steve Classic. And Nikki. I want to lead tonight with this uh, very bizarre sounding story. I have not read this in advance like I usually do. So we're going to Oh, that's invented. always the best, though. I love that. A good surprise. We're going to straight wing it. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, this from APnews.com. First ever Florida Man Games will feature beer belly wrestling and evading arrest obstacle course. <laughs> that's awesome. Man. First ever Florida Man Games will feature beer belly wrestling. Now, I have a beer belly but I've never employed it to wrestle with. I don't know what that means. What is that? Like, uh, you know, there have been times where, like, me and my bros were drinking beer, watching a game yeah. or something, right, and you do, like, the belly yeah, bump. bull moose kind yeah. of thing. Yeah, yeah. You, you do that, like, in a celebration, yeah. whatever kind of a thing. Uh, but I've never, I don't know what beer belly wrestling is, so we'll have to find that out if the article tells us. Okay. But I'm most interested in the evading arrest <laughs> obstacle. Yes. Which, you've, which right? you've also you never know? done. Yes. Which no, I've <laughs> no, never no. evaded arrest. It's no. like uh, you know, you're at a at a party when you're in high school in the woods, and you'll cops crash show you up. Them. You're out of there. And then you're like, ah, you're jump- oh, you're running through the woods, dodging trees, mm. jumping over stumps, <laughs> jumping off of a rock. Okay, so like I made it. I, I made it I to lied. the house. I have actually done the evading arrest obstacle course. Yeah. Although it wasn't an obstacle course, it was actually evading arrest in uh, freaking grade school, right? So wow. Like like eighth That's grade. That's impressive. So like eighth grade, they're having some sort of a, I don't know. Like, I think it was like a dance or whatever. You know how these grade school things are like, oh yeah, it's the end of your dance or whatever, right? Yeah. And so you go just to hang out with all your friends and see what kind of trouble you can get into. Yeah. And so um, it was in like a church or something like that. And so we figured out real quick how to like sort of hide out in like one of the back hallways where they'd like receive all their shipments and stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. And so we're, we're smoking weed back there. Whoa. Yeah, I know. In eighth grade. Wow. Uh, and uh, I brought some, uh, some of these, uh, these airplane bottles of booze, right? Just random selection. Oh, little nips. Right? Just, yeah. And so I was selling slash drinking those. <laughs> Right, uh, and so businessman. Uh, I mean, you know, uh, yeah. uh, an entrepreneurial spirit. Right, what can yeah. I say? Right, I'm not the first libertarian type to have an entrepreneurial spirit. And you were doing it without a permit. I was totally doing it without a permit. <laughs> and also, Jesus would be proud. And it was totally illegal, illegal too. And yeah. I'm underage. Yeah, I'm serving underage people. Yeah. I'm smoking marijuana, which was illegal at the time, yeah. uh, and and that kind of thing. And so, uh, uh, somebody like ratted me out somehow, right? Uh, apparently I was the only one who, you know, was apt enough to, to get booze to supply these very thirsty eighth graders. Yeah. Right. <laughs> You're welcome. That was premeditated. And so, and so I, I, I like go outside cause I'm smoking a cigarette. I was smoking cigarettes in the eighth Wow. I go outside to smoke a cigarette and, uh, I see these cops come up like to the front door. Now I'm around the back under the side and I started hearing them ask for me by name. Whoa. And I'm like, Oh boy. I put the cigarette out. And I started just meandering away from the building, <laughs> right, into the public street or whatever. And I hear somebody go, oh, I think that's him over there. Oh, and, like, the two cops, there's two of them, they turned around, they looked at me, and they're like, that guy? And the guy's like, yeah, that guy. I don't know who it was. And so they start running. And so oh, I geez. start running, right? Now, I'm young at this time. You get out and, those guys. And these guys were old and, yep. well, speaking of beer bellies, yeah. right? And these were small town cops, right? They're not going to run very far. But right. I ended up running down the road a couple of blocks, and then I took a right, and I went like three houses up, and then I ducked into the backyard of what was then uh, my friend Pete's house, mm-hmm. right, where his mom was or whatever, right? And uh, I didn't know if they were home or not. I just knew the property well enough that I could, like, so I basically took two rights as I was running away from these guys. They only saw me take one, and so I hid behind, like, a shed or whatever, and I seen them continue to go past, right? And so as soon as they go past far enough, I walk out. There's a, a public trash can near the, the church or whatever. I start dumping out all my stuff into uh, the trash can, and I go back to the dance. Wow, to the scene of the crime. To the scene of the crime, and then I show up, uh, and I go back in through that side door where we're yeah. all hanging out, and I go back in as if I were inside the whole time. Right. And so then uh-huh. the cops, the cops finally come back. They're like, oh, we lost him or whatever. And they come back 
and and somebody, one of the chaperones, the teachers, like, whoever it was, they're like, oh, were you looking for this guy? I'm like, hey, what's going on, guys? I heard you're looking for me. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, well, we need to search you and blah, blah, blah. We heard blah, blah, blah. Uh-huh. And I'm like, well, I don't have nothing on me. I've been here the whole time. I don't know why <laughs> nobody could find me. What's going on? And so nothing happened. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> I totally <laughs> evaded arrest. Nice. Yeah. So you could qualify for the Florida man. Games, I did. I but did. You're, well, and you were in Florida. I, for I did lose that on the inventory, though. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty but, lame. But I was like, uh, better to ditch the inventory than to. Yeah. Then to get busted. Yeah, cut your losses. You know. You know. Let's go to this unscreened caller. What's your name, please? Uh, yeah, my name is Tom, and I live in New Hampshire. And I was thinking about uh, that dude, Robert Card, out there in Lewiston, Maine, that real bad dude that uh, committed non-existent oh, principal yes. violations uh, by going out and killing innocent people that didn't deserve it. Oh, we're talking and about the Maine shooter. The shooter, yeah. Yeah, yeah may- maybe... I mean, it's hard to get into the minds of somebody like that. I suppose if if you could go been to college and learned and done enough research into the minds of somebody like that, then maybe you could be qualified as a cardiologist. But uh, I uh, was just thinking. Wasn't his last name maybe, Card? How, cardiologist? I'm not getting it. Is there a joke in there? You know, I, I'm, I'm making a pun. But anyway, the okay. uh, thing is. I totally uh, missed it. Yeah, I was like, that's the heart. Card? It might have. Uh, turned out better if somebody had talked some sense to him about you don't want to go out and uh, attack uh, anything other than the police forces of the hostile government. I mean, and then maybe we would have gone out and, and killed random cops. I don't know if that's a better people. idea. Um, and that's I not always, a good idea. I always get uh, weary of these sort of mass shooter things. Um, you know, well, this guy, I guess he was, you know, recently in some sort of mental hospital or he was. He was having homicidal ideations before, like they knew this guy was already thinking in this direction. Right, um, yeah. But I always get curious, like, is this guy being coached by FBI agents? MK Ultra. Yeah, some MK Ultra stuff. Um, I know some theories are like the SSRIs and other forms of antidepressants can sometimes give people homicidal ideations and, you know, increase suicidal thoughts and right, stuff like uh, that. Yeah. It's right on the package um, insert. It is. If you look at yeah, Zoloft, exactly. the package, like, you know, what is it? The, uh, the mRNA shot had no information. Well, the, the Zoloft, if you look at the, all the information on that. Yeah, there's a ton of spells side effects, it right yeah. out. Spells it right out. What's that, Tom? Isn't it kind of like uh, uh, homicidal ideation or suicidal ideation? If they use that as an excuse, for like locking somebody in a mental institution and drinking them, isn't that kind of even worse than uh, George Orwell's thought crime, thought police? Because you're not just being locked up; you're being locked up and drugged. Yeah. And yeah, uh, you know, it happened to one dude down in Virginia there, uh, and uh, on 14 December 2005, he got locked up and drugged because he was having no, no luck getting dates, and uh, so he, he was having a bad day that way, and uh, he wound up. Getting locked up and drugged, and uh, you know, maybe arguably they saved his life, but it probably wasn't worth it considering how much he appreciated it on 16 April 2007 when he shot up Virginia Tech at where the body count stands at 33. Uh, I mean, somebody should have explained to him look, these innocent people on the campus aren't the ones that forced you into a vehicle and yeah. took you to a mental institution. Cops did that, you know, and if this is the law in Virginia, then I mean, if he had gone out and killed cops that would have punished the Commonwealth of Virginia for violating his rights. I mean, I don't think that violence is ever the answer, Um, even though those people did harm him. Like, to me, that's not that goes beyond acting in self-defense at that point. That's like retaliation almost. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So I don't necessarily think that that is, you know, an ethical thing to do or definitely not a good idea, because then obviously you're just going to wind up life in prison or murdered on the, you know, on the street. Um, well, if you get killed by enemy fire in combat on the battlefield, then that's not suicide. So, you know, then, as Thomas Jefferson said, uh, rebellion to tyrants is obedience to God. So, you know, you go straight to heaven if you get killed by enemy fire in combat on the battlefield, if all you're doing is fighting enemy targets and the hmm. police forces I of a hostile guess you could say that. I mean, I mean, you know, sure, the you can extract that type of a thing by reading uh, from the Bible, but uh, that it's still, yes, the, you know, the government as an institution is constantly uh, attacking you. So 
you know, anybody could claim any retaliation uh, against that institution as self-defense when it comes to, you know, the non-aggression principle. Uh, I I take it a, a little bit further than that, and I just go. It has to me. It has to be direct harm for me to defend myself, right now. What's going on? Yeah. I, I take I take some other precautions to defend myself from attack from you know the institutionalized versions of these government agencies. You know, IRS, FBI, CIA, you know, all these, you know, TSA, whatever, right? I take TSA. steps, uh, you know, to, to insulate myself or to prevent myself from interacting as much as possible with these agencies so that I'm not directly attacked. But I still think the answer is not violence. The answer is getting a bunch of freedom people together uh, in a geographic area where we can just declare our independence yeah. and, and live free. You know, yeah. I think it's important yeah. to note that we can't really like we're comparing apples to oranges here. Like uh, being a freedom minded person and wanting to like defend yourself against the state or, um, you know, break away from the institution, whatever you want to do. And being a mentally ill per- person who wants to harm people and just shoot up random shopping malls. And wasn't he for, uh, a former military guy? Yeah. Let's go to Turd Ferguson calling from wherever the heck you're at, Turd. Yeah, guys. So check this out. I'm reading this book right now uh, called uh, The Deficit. Yeah. Well, I read a lot. Uh, it's called The Deficit Myth. Modern Monetary Theory and the Birth of the People's Economy. It's by someone named Stephanie Kelton. And this is like the stupidest book I've ever read. I mean, this book is just terrible. It's like a bunch of let's hold hands and sing kumbaya bullcrap. But, um, but, uh, I mean, then there's, I mean, I've got, I mean, I'm not, I'm like barely halfway through this book and I've just got hundreds of notes and highlights here. And I mean, like, like, I don't think I've gone two pages of this book without highlighting something stupid or that didn't make sense or was just plain wrong. Um, Do you do do that when you're watching TV too? You're watching a crappy TV show. You're like, Oh, this show sucks. Let me make some notes. Let me, (laughs) you know, put a three ring binder together and take, you know, do you do that? Uh, TV is for broke beta males. So I never watch TV, but, um, so, uh, so this is what really confuses me about this book because she seems to be inherently confused about what causes inflation from what I can tell. And um, we know, uh, I mean, she seems to think it's this, it's this, this like, weird combination of potentially uh, aggregate demand and government spending and all this nonsense. And then, she's, and then she proposes to deal with inflation by, like, maybe, like, raising taxes or something. So, like, basically her, her solution for a painful period of inflation for people is to make things more painful for them. That so just sounds God, like a college textbook. Harvard educated. Yeah, it, it basically is. I mean, it's basically a college textbook written by a really stupid person. But here's what I don't, here's what I don't understand. Because um, this person actually does teach college economics, by the way. Oh, jeez. We're doomed. We, right. And we actually – we already – we don't have to guess that the money supply and expansion of it is what causes inflation because we know – through the realized inflation versus predicted inflation data sure. from the Fed using the equation of exchange, we know that it, it that the money supply causes inflation because the data matches. I mean, the numbers on the graph match yeah. up. Yeah. So that's 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 mathematical empirical proof that the money supply causes inflation. I don't understand how these college professors can like see this data and and know about the equation of exchange. And quantity theory of money, and then and then, but just be like, no, like, like I don't believe it. Like, like that's the part that really doesn't make sense to me. You know what I mean? They're getting paid to lie, maybe. You uh, know what another word for uh, the other word for inflation? You know what another word for inflation is? Growth. No, thing. Growth. Well, yeah, yeah. Hey, we're growing the economy, which basically means you <laughs> we're know, inflating. Yeah, we're yeah. inflating. Exactly. Oh, it's growth. It's right. good. Right. Exactly. Negative and, growth. Um, yeah, and 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 well, yeah, and GDP and money velocity and money supply are the only things um, based on the mathematically speaking that affect this that affect inflation at all. So yeah, it's, so this book is it, it's funny. Yeah, what, what's the name of the book again, Turd? It's called the Deficit Myth: Modern Monetary Theory and the Birth like of the MMT. People's Economy. Yeah. It's by Stephanie Calvin. I actually I heard about this book. Uh, from uh, the majority reports uh, that show on YouTube, it's Sam Cedar's show, I guess. And by the way, thought you didn't watch um, TV. <laughs> it's on well, YouTube. It's, it's on YouTube. It, oh, it's on TV. What's but, the difference um, between yeah. between a TV show and a YouTube show? 
Uh, YouTube's on the internet, uh, but, but check <laughs> television's out. on what the I, internet. We're on the internet. Are we a radio show? <laughs> oh, good point. Okay, so <laughs> what I'd like, and I guess Ian and Mark did uh, did debate Sam Cedar a long time ago, but you guys should invite him back on the show to debate because he won't take my call from what I can tell. Like I like I call his show. And then I spend like huh, two, weird. three hours on hold, and he never takes the call. Can't so imagine I, why he wouldn't want to talk to you. Well, well, it, to, to his to to his credit of his staff, Emma Vigland actually has taken my call. She's hung up in the middle of my call both times oh. I've ever talked to her. I guess she can't refute what I'm saying, or she just hates me. But uh, she actually, to her credit, has taken my call. Hmm. But Sam Cedar Walt, and it would be nice for you guys to have him on your show so I can call in and ask him about the equation of exchange and quantity theory <laughs> yeah. of money because um, I'd like to know what what his thoughts are about that. I've had the mispleasure of driving through Montana several times. Oh, but I bet it's beautiful, though, right? It's just exactly what we're describing Kansas like. It's flat. Really? It's flat. No it's boring. Big sky it's, state. It's the exact same scenery yeah. forever. <laughs> oh, I thought it was supposed to be like a really beautiful place. Montana is like the longest state Maybe, to drive um, through. Oh, I'm sure. Really? From it looks east like to it. west or west to east or whatever. Yeah, yeah it's the, like, when you leave, like, I used, I, I've had to drive. Line. Yeah, I had to yeah. drive from Seattle to Minneapolis on a number of occasions when I lived in Seattle. Uh, and so, um, holy crap, like, you leave Seattle and you get into the rest of Washington State, which kind of looks like Montana. Uh, you know, it's they got three seasons on on eastern Washington, the the two thirds of it that aren't on the other side of the mountains. Yeah, and so, but it only takes like six hours or something to get yeah. across Washington State. So then you get into Idaho, and it takes like thirty minutes to get through because just that one the tip of part. Idaho. Yeah, yeah. It's the skinny and part. And you're like, oh, I've already made it through two states. This is wonderful. And then you hit Montana. It's like twelve hours, and that's most of your trip. Yeah, right. You don't get to cross another state line. For like two days or something, right? You know, depending on you know, what you're, you know. Uh, the last time I went through, not the last time, the first time I went through, I hit Montana at daybreak, and Montana has these speed limit signs that say "speed limit night sixty five," and that's it. I don't know if it's <laughs> if it's still there, but they had no daytime speed limit. They're like you're not so, supposed to drive through here during the day. Yeah, so I drive at night. No, I hit Montana at daybreak. I had just fueled up you know, <laughs> as I got into Montana at the at the border. And so I just stepped on the gas. Yeah, you're like, oh, sweet. There's no speed limit I was driving like a 1985 Chevy Citation, and like the speedometer only went up to 85. So like, I have no idea how fast I was going. I buried that needle. And it still took you two days. It still took (laughs) you two days. And it was boring. I only stopped to like use the John and grab some snacks. Yeah. You know, maybe some trucker speed. You know what? I, I think there's a lot of states like that where if you're just on the interstate, it's like, wow, this is like... You know, the same thing over and over again. Mm-hmm. But once you get off and you kind of go to some of the, you know, the byways, sites and, you know, the you you look around and do something else, some maybe touristy stuff or whatever, go on a hike. It, it's actually probably quite beautiful because I always heard that Montana was beautiful, but maybe uh, I don't know what route you were taking, but I've driven through it several times. Bad and, review from and, Captain. And I, and I also took a train through it as well. Wow. And I thought, oh, well, I'm on the train this time. Maybe I'll just sit at the window or in the dining car or whatever. Mm-hmm. And like, I'll just watch the beautiful Montana scenery as it goes by. For <laughs> and there wasn't? Days. It's like a and cartoon. No, it it's was, the same thing. <laughs> I swear. Yeah, I swear to God. It was the same thing. Just rolling back and forth. Same tree would go by. You know, <laughs> right. same You hill. start to question your existence. Yeah, you're you're like, like, am I really here? Is the train going in circles? Is this or, an illusion? Know, like, <laughs> and then finally you get you know, into one of the Dakotas of or whatever. And yeah, so. I mean, I couldn't see you know North Dakota being better. Have you ever flown over the United States uh, during daylight, like West Coast to, yeah. to East Coast yeah. or something like that? Yeah. But um, usually south, though. I'm usually going to like Mexico or like Southern California, like somewhere uh, in that pocket. I've never been to the specific, uh, the specific, the, the Pacific, the Pacific the, north, the, Northwest. Could you be more Pacific? <laughs> but yeah, I've never been up there. So yeah. whenever I'm flying over, um, it's never normally heard anybody mix like those a diagonal. Up That's pretty sweet. <laughs> Usually most people are like, yeah, I, you know. Can you be more Pacific? Yeah. Yeah. No. I, I lived in the specific I, Northwest for 22 years. I can be dumb in very unique ways. I pride myself on that. You create you. new and Thank unique you. ways to be dumb. Yep. <laughs> oh, it's gosh. a skill. Nikki. <laughs> we love you, man. You're not going anywhere. Nope. You can't dumb your way out of this job. Nope. 
What if there's a Florida That's how I got this job. I'm, I know how you blondes work. <laughs> yeah. There's a Florida woman uh, contest. Maybe. A Florida woman. Yeah. Named Nikki, what? No, oh, sorry. Um, <laughs> the Florida man concept crept into the nation's consciousness a decade ago. I think it's been more than a decade. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. With the at Florida man Twitter account. I, I, mean, oh, well, I don't that know might if that was the years. start of it. Maybe yeah, that. No, it was, was Twitter 10 years old? Is it still a thing? Uh, no, it has to be older than that. Twitter? Yeah, Florida man has to be way older than that. Uh, well, do you Twitter remember, too has to be older the, than that. Do you remember the website Imgur? Imgur, I M G U R. Yeah, they probably uh, still have that, right? I, I think it still exists. I haven't been there in a long time, but like I remember, like that's predating Twitter and all that kind of crap, I believe. And they had memes about Florida man oh. long before there was a at Florida man Twitter account. Yeah, but at any rate, the account with the tagline "Real Life Stories of the World's Worst Superhero" <laughs> has been home to headlines such as. Florida man firebombs garage that impounded his car, hits his own vehicle, <laughs> and Florida man tried to pay for McDonald's with weed. <laughs> Actually, that's not a bad idea because, like, look at Probably the people that- its value. <laughs> yeah, way better. And look at the people that work at McDonald's. I mean, they're like, yeah, right, yeah, they're, I'll take that. Yeah. You know what I mean? You think that, like, 16-year-old kid doesn't want your grandma weed for a McChicken? They sure do. Yeah, they sure. probably do. This from DailyMail.co.uk. Britain's being battered by a punami. <laughs> battered? Is that really the right, <laughs> is that really the right terminology? <sighs> uh, unprecedented outbreak of diarrhea. Unprecedented? Is there ever a precedented? <laughs> we, we've set a precedent for the a certain amount of diarrhea that's acceptable. This is unacceptable. Unprecedented outbreak of diarrhea causing parasite that can spread in swimming pools alarms health chiefs. So why are people pooping in the swimming pool? Because <laughs> they're drinking Code swimming brown. pool water. Code brown. Code brown. Somebody, somebody played the brown note. I'm, I'm certain of it. Uh, I don't know. Let's go to the story and find out. Uh, this was uh, written by somebody and published at some time. Britain is being battered by an unprecedented outbreak outbreak, yeah, of diarrhea-causing parasite. Cases of cryptosporidium. I'm not even oh, sure how crypto. I... Crypto? Cryptosporidium. Not even sure how I knew how to pronounce that, but I did. I've apparently read that word prior to tonight. Hmm. All right. Cases of cryptosporidium, which can survive in swimming pools for up to a week, are three times higher than normal. Health chiefs are baffled as to the source of the outbreak... <laughs> which has spread to every corner of the nation. I assume they're talking about Britain because it says Britons mm. in the beginning. Anyway, and I don't think Britain has corners. Four really. corners. I don't think yeah. so either. No, well, not really. the world is flat, it might. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. Oh, boy. Uh, All right, I'm going to end right. this. I'm going to end this flat earth conversation right here and right now, okay? Okay. Um, uh, all of the water that exists on planet Earth uh, is free from carbon dioxide. Therefore, the Earth is flat. Correct. Uh, yes. Oh, man. Yeah. It's not carbonated. It's right. flat. Yeah. Right. So there you go. I have friends in all four corners of the globe. Flat Earth, it's real <laughs> because it's uncarbonated. Yeah. The the Flat Earth Society has offices all around the globe. <laughs> in all four corners of the they, globe. They literally advertised yeah. that at some point. It was on oh, like their letterhead or uh, you know, on their website or something, you know. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. Uh health chiefs are baffled as to the source of this outbreak. Early investigations suggest the spike is linked to swimming, including in pools. Well, if that's where they're finding it. I mean, where I else mean, are you yeah, going to swim? Duh. I yeah. guess you could swim in the ocean, the lake. Yeah. Right? Okay. Officials investigating the unusual cluster of cryptosporidium cases believe it could be linked to the holidays abroad, as dozens of affected Brits had traveled to Spain and other Mediterranean counties. Yeah. <laughs> Mediterranean counties? I mean, you mean countries? Counties? No. They're on, they're on holiday, right? So they get- Sorry, countries. They, countries, not count. Yeah. Other Mediterranean countries. Uh <laughs> Then, of course, they have a chart, and it's got lines and squigglies on it, and it says, like, expected range, and it's way down low. What's the background of the chart? Uh, unprecedented. <laughs> no, no, the, the, the... Oh, it's a, it's a toilet, <laughs> and it's like the lower half of a man walking into a toilet. Oh, the lid is up, only one of the two lids, so, like, the lid lid is up, but yeah. then the, the butt lid is, is down. down. Yeah. Uh, the butt lid. The, the butt, seat, yeah. The, the seat, 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 also known you. as the butt lid. Yep. <laughs> I'm making up things as we go. 
Uh, there's like the lower half of a man walking in. He's got his hands like as if he's unbuckling because, you know, he's got to go. Yeah, quick. Yeah. You know, and, and that's all the background. We're just happy really he made it out of the pool. <laughs> he, he's, he's dressed. Not, he's in long slacks. So if he was in the pool, it's also unprecedented. Bad infographic. <laughs> totally. Uh, it says 2,411 cases of the stomach bug have been spotted across the UK. That's the UK for those mm-hmm. of you. Uck. <laughs> or yuck, if you want to pronounce it. Yeah. Uh, with weekly notifications peaking at 450 towards the end of September, triple the level normally expected. I wonder, I'm wondering if normally this sort of thing is like due to foodborne illness. Like normally it's like the romaine lettuce, right? It's always the salmonella is salmonella. always in the kale, the, man. It's in yeah, the kale, the, kale, the romaine, you know. Yeah. So I'm wondering. As well as diarrhea, cryptosporidium can cause vomiting, stomach pains, and fever. Side effects include growth of a third eye. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Blinky. I was just reciting some <laughs> drug commercial I saw once. Uh, the chlorine-resistant parasite is spread by oh. contaminated fecal matter entering the mouth, such as oh. while swimming. <sighs> don't repeat this that. This is why I don't swim in public pools. And it, it, it beats the chlorine, maybe which is terrible. Maybe it's the result of Bart Simpson for the last, what, 30 years t- telling people to maybe eat his shorts. shorts. <laughs> yeah, they're, finally, they're finally doing it. Our initial findings would suggest swimming, either in the UK or abroad, including the use of pools and foreign travel to a variety of destinations, may underlie the current increase, they wrote. Or... Is it in the water? It's not what's in the water. It is the water. Well, that's what I'm asking. Like, yeah. if it's such a widespread thing where you're like, yeah, it's not a single point. Yeah. There's not, you know, we can't trace it to like, oh, it came from, you know, these two pools in this little community over here, right? If they, if it's too it's widespread for that, over? you got to look at your water supply. Wow. Yeah. I, I don't see them saying anything about, yeah, we looked at the water supply and it was mm. fine. But I mean, like, that's crazy to be like in the Mediterranean too. I mean, that could just be a cover up. They're like, oh, well, these people traveled. I'm sure a lot of people travel on holiday. You know, maybe that's. Mm. Right. Did they swim in a pool when they were on holiday right. or did they swim in a pool when they got back? You know, it's. Kind of need more details. Should ban those swimming pools. Probably. Dangerous, dangerous swimming pools. Ban it. Wow. <laughs> wow. Ban water. Ban, yeah, it's bad. Yeah, just stop drinking water. Stop drinking water. Beer has food value, but food has no beer value. <laughs> and beer is typically much cleaner than water. So there you go. Right. There you have it. There's a reason why beer, uh, you know, people figured out how to transport that stuff. Yeah. Uh, and like people yeah. would drink it before they would drink water. Yeah, uh, especially, it was cleaner. Yeah, when no, literally, it was cleaner. It was. Yeah. Uh, this is not medical advice, but, you know. But it is drunken just- advice. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> At this stage, other sources, for example, contaminated food cannot be excluded as contributing to the exceedance, they wrote. The experts added that they were working on a public health information campaign urging the public to not use swimming pools while suffering cryptosporidium symptoms because for 14 days after signs of illness have cleared... As they, this is a poorly written article, as they can mm. still infect articles. For being for being British, they should do a poor job of English. <laughs> right. Crikey. Uh, Want to crumble this up and throw it in the trunk. I'm sorry, the boot. The bin. No, the bin. The, boot. the bin, yeah. The bin. The bin. Oh, yeah, sorry, the, the, the car boot. Car the, boot. That's the trunk. The trunk, yeah. Yeah, yeah. The boot. Anyway, uh, they also added that they're working with their EU equivalents. That means more bureaucrats. Thank God, oh bureaucrats gosh. working. Can you imagine you're you're a bureaucrat, and then you have to work with more bureaucrats? Yeah, well, that's what they do, right? Right. And then, how, so, like, how are they going to get to the bottom of this diarrhea? <laughs> well, first, without like have to, seventeen different government bureaucratic agencies. Well, I mean, first, how would they ever figure it out? First, they're going to have to create uh, an intra-country, an intra-state. Yeah, uh, we need NECA <laughs> organization, yeah. a bureaucracy. Somebody call the European Union. <laughs> And then they're going to have to have forms that they have to fill out yeah. in a blue in order ribbon to commission. Yeah. One, this one mecha bureaucratic organization that's exactly. going to work with all the other bureaucrats to figure out why the bureaucrats can't find anything or do anything then, or fix anything. And then by the time they figure it out, everybody who got the disease is already dead. <laughs> who let the poo out? <laughs> who flung poo? Uh, they, uh, yeah, anyway, uh, for most people, cryptosporidiosis, the technical name for the infection, is mild. It typically clears up on its own without any treatment within a few days or weeks. However, for vulnerable people like those with weakened immune systems 
and the yeah. elderly or patients undergoing cancer treatment. Or it people can that be, are vaccinated against COVID. <laughs> people who are vaccinated. It can be more serious. Wait, I've got it. You can go swimming wherever you want, whenever you want. Just put a mask over your butt. Oh, aren't you supposed to be doing that already? So no skinny wow. dipping. Yeah. Well, no, I'm saying like Wait, bottoms those, only. Like a mask no, no. on your butt. Yeah, I mean, it seemed to like that's what they did. So for, right. Well, that was the face, face diaper. Yeah. yeah. So now isn't that just a, a regular it's diaper? It's just a diaper. <laughs> yeah. Just a diaper. Everybody just start wearing diapers <laughs> while you're swimming, because then they get all you know filled with water and heavy and droop down. <laughs> Cute. Yeah. I'm sure it'll drive the safety wild. first, folks. Safety first. Due to its highly infectious nature, people with symptoms such as diarrhea and vomiting are told to stay off work or school until they have been free from these symptoms for at least 48 hours. I think I know what might be behind this. It's probably a large chlorine manufacturer in the EU who is trying to get this thing ramped up so that they have to increase the amount of chlorine in the pools in Britain to get a contract. So paying off the policy, you know, you got to do something about this poo. It's some like... A uh, somewhat savvy salesperson who's like, you know, you know how dogs like drag their butt across the carpet. <laughs> He's doing that in these like batches of chlorine at the chlorine factory. Right. Right. So that like, you know, it creates this thing where people are like, oh, we better up the chlorine content right. to like sanitize our pools. More. I'm just your guy. And he's like, "Oh sure, we can give you more chlorine." Right. No he problem. makes a nice campaign donation yeah. to whoever the health minister is, and yeah, yeah. chlorine yeah. sales up. Hey, Daily Digest listeners, this is Riley Blake. I enjoy Free Talk Live, and I know you do too, but finding time to listen to an entire episode isn't always easy. So, I produce the Daily Digest. I appreciate those of you who have supported me on Patreon and sent Bitcoin to me to thank me for producing these digests. For those who wish to support me on Patreon, visit patreon.com slash crblake86. If you wish to send Bitcoin... Visit patreon.com slash crblake86 for those details. That's patreon.com slash crblake86. Thank you. Let's go to this unscreened caller. You're live on the radio. What's your name, please? My name's Leaker from Chattanooga, Tennessee. Hey, Leaker. Welcome. What's on your mind? I've got the answer to your poo problem. Oh, <laughs> from a guy named From a guy named Leaker. Leaker. Yeah, this is, <laughs> okay. This is ominous at best, <laughs> but go ahead. Uh, most Swimming pools in Europe and in the Mediterranean are saltwater. There is no chlorine in the water. So but- it is the chlorine salesman. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 I am not this chlorine salesman. <laughs> no, not you. Or but I think they're trying to sneak chlorine into the pools. That's what they'll they'll come up with yeah. some finding yeah, saying I, we I, need to I, add chlorine. Yeah, I spent I spent several years in Europe and all the pools that I've ever went to were all saltwater. I'm a fan of saltwater pools. I'm like a very crunchy, I guess you could say. So I really don't like most chemicals. So like hippie, whatever, natural minded. Oh, yeah. Granola. Captain was giving yeah. me confused faces. Like, like what? Crunchy? crunchy? Like um, you're a battered woman and you're deep fried. <laughs> you know? like, oh, hey, yeah, you know? that actually sounds delicious. <laughs> but uh, that too. But uh, anyways, I'm not a huge fan of chlorine, but... When we're talking about public swimming pools where you have like hundreds of people visiting it, yeah, you might want to throw some extra chlorine in there because I don't think typically salts won't do it. But based on the article, it seemed like they were using chlorine. And I think it mentioned that it was chlorine resistant. Yeah. It did, yeah. So I don't know, but There's probably- but maybe that's how they contracted it and then they brought it into the other pools. And Can even you- if there was chlorine, maybe... It was, or maybe they were swimming in the ocean uh, yeah. outside of a sewage treatment plant. Ooh, right. <laughs> That's disgusting. I was going to ask, uh, Leaker, do you know, can you just, you know, chuck a bunch of salt into chlorinated water? Uh, you can. I mean, uh, like, would it help, right? Like, obviously, sure. I could grab a salt shaker, chuck <laughs> it in a pool, see no, what happens. I mean, I mean, you're talking, is there, is, I mean, they have the Mediterranean sea salt and whatever, whatever, whatever. You can do whatever you want. Yeah. But uh, most of the pools that I've ever went to, it was all salt water. I I couldn't even smell chlorine. So did every pool that you went to then have a freshwater shower? Uh, Yes. Okay. I asked that because I spent some time in, uh, well, Florida. Florida man. I I was once a Florida man. It's true. I I lived there for a minute. (laughs) 
And anyway, uh, at the saltwater beaches, the we'll call it the city, uh, they would every so often, I don't know, every mile or two or something like that, they would put up a freshwater shower so that if you went swimming in the saltwater, you could rinse off with the freshwater. Yeah. Right. Which it was, was cold only, so there was no hot, you know, yeah. it was just one temperature and, you know, you really couldn't. I guess you could get naked, but like there was no like stall or yeah, just you know, wash the sand off just, your butt. Yeah, you're just trying to wash the, well the salt off of you after swimming in the salt water. Yeah, yeah. Right? But but the city water probably has chlorine in it. If even in probably. Britain, if they're, if they're filling yeah. those pools, well, it, it depends on what part of the world. In some in some parts of the world in Asia, it's uh, iodine, which is probably and better for you. I don't know. Well, except that you taste it. <laughs> well, I'd, I'd probably just stay out of the pool. It's a ban on swimming pools. Yeah, I'm not a fan of. Um, I, I guess I, I like you know lakes and and salt like in uh, the ocean and stuff like that. But I'm not a fan of swimming like public swimming pools and right, a hot, eh. hot tub at a like hotel. With a bunch like, of like, no, uh, yeah, like a bunch of like kids I, I, and people peeing in I was, there. I was it was it was it either except for in most european swimming pools it's it, the, the women are topless so which is a bonus yeah exactly yeah <laughs> well you don't have to go into the pool for that i mean you That's can true. stay on the exactly. sidelines yeah. right we have dana calling from michigan dana you're on free talk live hi captain so Yo. i called for clarification normally i always always call for a commentary but um, after I hung up, I wish you guys would, not just with me, but with other callers, if you don't understand something, ask the caller when they're online, because often things are being misinterpreted. And I know I didn't explain everything, because Nikki made a remark, um, and Nikki and I are almost always on the same page. And I was really taken aback by the remark until I thought about it and realized. Are you talking really about your call from like last week or something, Dana? Yeah, last week Sunday, wow. yeah. After I hung up. Why? I don't remember. What do you mean? Why? Well, I called, I'll remind you, and I was saying that we all need to be on the same side. Um, I am not a Republican, uh, but we don't have much of a choice. It's either a D or an R. <clears throat> Excuse me. Well, the only winning move argue? is not to play, so that's my move. <laughs> well, that's what you choose to do, but I, I just can't because... I, I don't know why I can't. I guess I haven't given up yet. But um, Nikki made the remark about, I don't really know why she called now because Ian's in prison. And she did not know And then um, uh, why I called over 10 years ago and warned Ian and Mark that they're going to come after you guys. So that's what the call was about, oh. that I yeah. warned. And I and I understood that part. It just seemed like oh, okay. I didn't understand why you would call now to be like, it, it, it felt like kind of like, see, I told you so. Like, I, I told you guys this was no, gonna, oh, not God, gloating. No, and I don't know. And I want to clarify, like, kidding? it didn't seem like it was like a malicious intent on your on your part. Um, like, okay. I don't think I, I don't I want to, like, assume that you're like happy that Ian's in jail or anything like that. I really don't think that's the case. But it did kind of seem like you just wanted to call in to say, like, oh, I'm right. So I, I guess I no, just didn't really understand that, that not, point. No. And I think Captain understands because we've talked for much longer than I've called in on Sundays when you're on the show, Nikki. Oh, yeah. God, no, I'm not. I'm I'm out right. I'd rather be calling you guys saying we're all wrong. We were wrong. The other side is great. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. We really don't want to take our freedom and our guns and everything else. No. What I was saying was over uh, 10 years ago, when it was mostly Ian and Mark, you guys weren't even a part of the show. And I told those guys, and what I told you guys, I said, be very careful because libertarians really are very appealing. The freedom thing, the liberty thing um, is huge. That's a basic tenet to conservatism. Now, I vote Republican only because... I vote for the most conservative. There isn't a conservative party. There is a libertarian party, but I don't agree with everything you guys agree with, but the basics, and that's what we need to focus on. 
And so that's what I was telling those guys. I said, you be careful because I don't trust this government. And this was all about Obama. I said, they're going to come for you guys because they've already come for the conservatives. They they um, completely denounced the Republicans and made them look like the asses that they usually are. Can I say ass on, on radio? You just did. <laughs> yes, okay, you can. Good. Say it again. Twice. Okay, good. So they, they and they deserve that because they're idiots. They don't stand for anything they're supposed to. So when the Tea Party started, this wasn't an anti-black. And Obama was never black. He is not the first black president. I, I digress. He's the first biracial president. I have friends who are biracial, and they were so angry that he was running around calling himself black. Well, you can identify with whatever you want to and or what your wife tells you, because we all know Michelle wore the pants, wears the B- pants. Big Mike. <laughs> so she, yeah, Big Mike. So she oh can do whatever she, he says, what wow. she, he tells him. So anyway, that being said, um, Obama went after conservatives because they were mad about the fiscal Stuff. The stealing from us and and spending it on crap. And so they formed the Tea Party, which was so apropos, because that's why the original Tea Party, if Obama would have studied history instead of revolution and how to overthrow the government that he's, you know, part of um, uh, through uh, Marxism, then he would have known the initial Tea Party was all because of the tax from King George III. So I thought that was so appropriate. It wasn't an anti-black thing, anti-Democrat, anti-Obama. So anyway, he went after the conservatives. So now I told those guys, I warned them, I said, you mark my words, you guys are going to be next. You're the last ones they're going to take out. Because this Democrat party is not the Democrats of John F. Kennedy. He would never get elected. Major Payne calling from Michigan. This hour is brought to you by Dash. I got a... I got part of the answer for how your girlfriend back in the day probably got parvo. Well, you see, I have a theory, but I don't think I can say it on the radio. No, that germ (laughs) get the dump button ready. Soil for like three years. Really? So the turd can be totally beaten to death by rain and no longer existence, and all you got to be is rolling around in the grass and. You know, get a little dirt in you. Which, Tina, well, that's how. Wet. I mean, we did like to occasionally go for a roll, if you know what I'm saying. Hey. Oh. <laughs> anyway, the other ones I I got a tough crowd. Well, it's not today. Good, oh. it, it's almost Halloween. I got a bunch of good ghost stories, but I just learned something I didn't know about the origin of Halloween the other day, and it's pretty interesting. It goes all the way back to the Celts. Wow. They used to have a. Uh, well, they were pagans at the time. I think this was like 1,100, 900, 1,300, somewhere in there. Yep. I can't remember what, what date the girl put on it that was uh, reiterating the tale. A few hundred. But uh, they had this pagan god. I can't remember what his name was. But the November 1st was their uh, solstice, you know, their big harvest celebration because of the coming of the six-month night and whatnot. Yep, yep. Well, one of the things that they would do is they would take the newest baby in the clan and they would smash his head against the uh, altar, the stone altar. Oh, sounds humane. With God. And then the the couple who was lucky enough to have donated the child (laughs) would hollow out a turnip and carve some glow holes in it. I don't know if they were doing the face thing at the time. But they made a lantern out of a turnip, okay. and that's where that. Well, at least that part of the custom comes from. But I guess this spread all the way up into Lower England through the Druids and uh, probably up into Wales too. So, what did they carve? Like beets or something? What? Turnips. They carved turnips. A turnip. turnips. 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 How did that? How did that turn it's into carving? Very hard in the middle. I mean, you'd have to be carving that thing out with a sharp spoon, just right. digging out a little chunk at a time. Yeah, and I'm assuming they did not draw any blood from the turnip. No, they I had it from the baby, probably. Isn't that, isn't that a saying? Can't draw blood from a turnip or something? From a stone? A stone. Oh, stone. No, I thought there was a turnip in there. Turnip? Yeah, I know. Yeah, I think there's it's a There's a stone. blood turnip thing, something, somehow. I don't know. Okay. Well. Well, you can't get blood out of a turnip. Yeah, that's an old saying. That oh. might be where it came from. And Bob's your uncle. The baby, <laughs> yeah, it's always your aunt. 
Who's Me going? certainly had blood, and the uh, turf Sally. was all you had to show for it. <laughs> and that was supposed to give you pride and standing amongst the community because you had I, made the sacrifice so everybody could have a good harvest. I don't, I don't wow. understand the the smashing of the baby's head part. Like, what was that supposed to do? That's just that they're sacrificing to whatever the pagan god was. Yeah. Oh, it's like bless them with a good harvest. It's like next chucking year. somebody into the volcano or something. Yeah. And now, was, yeah, like the Incas and the Aztecs used to, they used to, do, used to do the same thing with their populace's children. Yeah, well, you, know what they, you know what they say, you gotta crack a few eggs to make an omelet, yeah. for, you know, better for everybody. <laughs> well, you know, it's not the greatest system in the world, chucking a baby into a volcano, but it's the system we have. <laughs> I know, literally. It's no use right. changing it, there's no well, use Well, and when you think about it. it, so say if there's a bad harvest that year, they're like, well, so if we sacrifice this baby and it works, then we get a better harvest. And if it doesn't work, we still have one less mouth to feed. Right. Or so, you could win, say, win. well, it was a bad harvest. We're taking the whole huh. family. We're going to throw them in the volcano. You know, Nikki, it's been a long-standing tradition. <laughs> probably only about one out of every 10, 20 years you're going to get a bad harvest because of some kind of blight or drought or whatever. Or poor so, farming I mean, technique. <laughs> I mean, like human Yeah, come beings, on. Rotate right? your crops, guys. You know? Come on. I'm just, saying, I'm just saying if they were going by the odds, it would impress them. And they would yeah. say, hmm, this must be the way to go. Don't sacrifice yeah. any more people from any more babies from that family. It's right. a bad harvest. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. More abundant Kick family, them out. please. Throw them in the volcano. Yeah. And like how would they Make decide how would they decide what baby to chuck in the volcano? Like You know what they always do? So they ha- they have uh the the wise, the wise man or the wise person of the village. Uh, wise guy. And they're like, yeah, the wise <laughs> guy. guy. They got the wise guy. <laughs> And the wise guy's like, um, you know, I don't really like that guy. So he's like, God or, or the pagan God told me that Freddy's kid is going to be sacrificed into the volcano. It comes from the gods, a message from the gods. Really, he just doesn't like that guy. But he's the wise guy, so everybody listens to him. Like, in my mind, I'm thinking, okay, so medical, you know, isn't what it is today. Or wasn't what it is today. Yeah. Uh, when it comes to you know tribal stuff, chucking kids in volcanoes mm. for harvest, right? Like I don't. Whoever thought up that logic is well illogical. Uh, but at any rate, uh, in my mind, okay. So you're this tribe. This is the thing you do. This is your tradition. Yeah. Right. Every year you're gonna. It's tradition. Gonna a long standing tradition. You're gonna, you're gonna chuck. You're gonna chuck a perfectly good human being. <laughs> perfectly good. Yeah. I mean, maybe you won't. Like in my mind, I'm maybe like, it wasn't a good human. Yeah. In my mind, yeah. I'm like, oh, are you gonna probably like you know the one that was born the with one. the with the birth defect and can't yeah. walk right or can't eat right or can't hunt or you know has some weakness that yeah. that you know sort of drags the rest of the tribe down. And I think that's the logic of it kind of like i explained before you know i was kind of joking but it probably was serious like you know either this works and we get a good harvest or at best we don't have to take care of this disabled kid or whatever yeah Yeah, exactly so kind of like the uh i I don't i don't think they would use the crippled kids because if you if you insult the gods with the oh uh, that's right you're gonna tick them off i don't want to join a club uh, I don't want to be yeah. part of like a, oh, you saw it too, man. You're in our club now. Yeah. I'm like, no, right. I don't. You know, the survivors. I, I have no yeah. desire to interact yeah. with people who uh, may be crazy. Yeah. Right. This um, is why I try not to go around government facilities. Yeah. Right. But because I, I these do... guys, these guys are all possessed yeah, with no the spirit with of, of quote patriotism unquote. Yeah. Right. Well, that's something you could see. I mean, I, I guess if you're, I, I guess people can, some people like you know they can see into the future they 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 probably have some other dimension that that's running through them or there's frequencies of light that other people can see that other people can't I yeah don't know. i mean uh, i like, mean yeah people are you know some people are more sensitive to things than other people right mm-hmm. like right. uh you know light touch you know heat all that kind of stuff so like uh, i can't say for certain that there's nothing out there right yeah uh, in fact it would be probably a, a poor exercise in you know brain work to say that because there's no way to know right yeah, exactly. so so i i maintain an agnostic stance as much as i can when it comes to these types of things yeah just i don't know and i liked your answer where it's just like you know i don't know i don't have enough information it hasn't happened in, to me I couldn't. you know in either direction yeah. you know yeah. and that's kind of how i am with most things like with god spirituality all of these universal uncertainties even space like things that maybe have been 
you know, proven proven by science. I haven't really seen that with um, with my own eyes. I, I might believe it, right? But I'm going to take it with a grain of salt still. You know, I'm open to it. And, and guess what? Whether space is real, whether the Earth is flat or it's a globe, like the, things like that, that actually doesn't really affect my day-to-day life right now. Yeah. So I'm not going to invest. Like I feel like some people, especially with the flat earthers, they become so, you know, overwhelmed with this thing and they have to make these Facebook groups and they're fighting with people on street corners and it's like one most people think you're absolutely insane so maybe like chill with that they become de facto religions yeah and it's just like why does this why does this thing matter even if the earth is flat well they're lying to us they're lying to us about a lot of stuff why is that the thing that you're stuck on I'm more concerned about them lying to us about like oh I don't know reasons to go to war yeah, exactly. For example, things right? that That's are more like important. affecting us, right? right? Or we need like more chlorine in the pool. Let's you know, just, yeah, let's like just I want to know like what's in the food and what's in the water supplies. Right, right, you know, like yeah. that's what I'm concerned. I'm concerned about like what's going on in my community, um, or the things that like actually affect us. I personally have not been able to observe uh, the Earth as flat or not. Right? Yeah. No. Now that doesn't. No, what do I believe? I believe it's not flat. Right. That's kind of yeah. What I'm is leaning orb towards. Shaped and you know all that kind of thing. Now. No, let's, all the other planets are round. Earth is flat. Well, the other planets aren't real. There's no carbonation in the ocean. All the other Didn't you listen around. to the uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers song? Which one? Which one? Californication. Uh, yes. oh, I don't know you the know, lyrics. the moon landing was made in a Hollywood oh, yeah, basement. Yeah. yeah. No, you that know? was done in London. Uh, <laughs> foggy London town. Yeah. What's his name? Kubrick did that. <laughs> yeah. Um... <laughs> Oh, here we go. Yeah. The phone board is lighting up. If you think Stanley oh, yeah, Kubrick filmed the moon oh, landing God, no, in don't. London. I think got to do this at the end of the is show. Is it London Steve. or Hollywood? Oh, no, I th- London. Those are no, it was London. Those Holly, are your two Holly options. Uh, and, and then the, uh, they the Shining. They couldn't afford it. They actually had to film it in Canada. Yeah, well, <laughs> if you, if, if you, there's, a, there's a website about The Shining, which was also done by Kubrick, and there's all types the of the shi- there's yeah, all the types of little clues in The Shining that they bring out. Like there's, you know, six cases of 7-Up because yep. there were seven rocket launches, but only six went up because one was... I, and that uh, and it's like, Apollo, okay, we're the, the really like twins, reading into this here. The Gemini's, the twins, and then the, then the, the rocket ship, which is the... Uh, the, the the rug that's hanging on the wall. I mean, there's all kinds of. And then I'm not Danny had the, the, that the, as evidence. Yeah. You've well, really, it's not, it's you've not really been down that rabbit hole. Oh, I've been down. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. I'm like, well, it's like it's like that's going like on a va- real stretch. It's for like me. going on vacation. You know, people go to vacation here. They go to vacation there. They go to there. They, they get yeah. little flavors of all the different yeah, yeah. you know countries. I get different you know uh, yeah, different yeah. things from different. I've been down the rabbit hole. Yeah. Different things. Yeah. And, yeah. It's, there's more than one rabbit hole though. There's a whole bunch. Yeah. Call in now. You're on the internet. Yeah. You just heard highlights from the latest episode of Free Talk Live. You can download full episodes, subscribe to our podcast, listen live, and more, all for free at freetalklive.com.